This week's episode is brought to you by Legacy Format. Tired of wasting a bunch of money on strides, G-guards, and brake rides? Well, now with Legacy Format, from BT1 to BT9, you don't have to deal with any of that. Legacy Format. What are brake rides again? Live from my girlfriend's balcony, because she's inside watching Fargo, I'm Atlas... Now, Matt, and welcome to Nexus at Night. Um, we're doing something a little different this week. Uh, I thought about uh, how you listeners might want to know who Matt and I are, and instead of just spouting a bunch of info at you like you're taking notes or something, uh, we thought we'd do an interview with each other. So uh, we're just going to go back and forth. Or he's going to go first, then I'm going to do it, ask him questions, and then we'll just go from there. So enjoy the show. Matt, when you're ready. Yes, yeah, so- I got this idea from uh, another podcast uh, from Match the Gathering Public Resources, which has uh, two, two hosts named Marshall Sutcliffe and Luis Scott Vargas, uh, both of which are like pretty popular people in the magic community. And uh, I, I really like their podcast, and I really like how this episode was done. And we kind of wanted to do an episode where we got to know us, and this was kind of just the best field for it. So, uh, so kind of the first thing that I guess we should start with is how, what what when did you start playing Vanguard exactly? Like what? Okay, so... Um, what exactly got you into this? All right, so it was around, uh, I think, right, BT-03, so Demonic Dragon, or Demonic Lord Invasion had just come out, and uh, I was walking through the Westside Pavilion in Los Angeles. There used to be a store called Toy Mandala in there, um, and I went in there, and some old friends of mine from when I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! were playing Vanguard, and then they taught me how to play, and then, of course, I, I just quit Yu-Gi-Oh! like three months before, and I was like, I'm not going to get obsessed with this, and... Now I have a podcast, however many years later. So how I, I just got started from my friends teaching me how to play. And then uh, I, got, I got way too into it. <laughs> what about you? How here we you, are, right? Yeah, exactly. How'd you get started? And here we are, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I, so I used to hang out at this card shop that played a different game. And uh, people were playing this other game. And I was like, well, and my friend, and my friend was playing it too. And I was like, man, I kind of was like kind of out of the loop. I guess, and then and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll start playing this game with one eye. Huh. Interesting. Um, when did you come in? I had, like, a set one Bermuda only. Set one Bermuda only? So, like, the first Bermuda that. Oh, okay. So, I, I don't with know. With Lena. Okay. So, Lena's, Lena's is 10k grade 3 on ride. You return all regards to your hand. Oh, I remember that. It was great. And I played like a bazillion zeros because yeah. like this zero, like when you bounce it, you could draw extra cards and stuff. Like I don't know, it was like pretty funny. And then uh, then yeah, then I, then I just started building like I guess stuff. like I built Spike Brothers really early. I had you know Juggernaut like when for extra I had extra booster three. With uh, Dragon Maximum and uh, the Emperor. So that 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 uh, was that your first clan, or? Uh, uh my first clan was a little, uh, probably that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they were pretty close, but like, there wasn't much to catch up on at the time. Yeah. And then I was like playing my friend's PBO deck, stuff like that. Yeah. So. Which you ne- uh, you you uh, still have now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I I I do in fact still 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 have it. 
Yo, man, that deck is sweet. Yeah. So, thirteen K uh, base is pretty relevant. I was playing. I was playing the uh, Zeal PBO yeah. matchup earlier today, oh, actually. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Missing Matt... the ride chain hurts a lot. We should probably explain. Matt uh, has decided among our friend group here at uh, UC Riverside to do a legacy format. So from BT1 to BT9 and every, and all the extra boosters within that time frame. So, uh, you know, no strides, no break rides, no G-guards, no legion. Yep. So Limit breaks. Limit break was like the newest mechanic then. So that's that's what he means by that. Yeah, and it, it, was, it, was, it was... I had a pretty good time. Uh, my friend uh, was playing PBO, trying to get damage to, uh, you know, keep me out of limit break because, yeah. you know, he didn't want to deal limit. He was on a 11, 11k Zeal. Peep, Buster Dragon at the time. Yeah. And uh, I had the, you know, cos- cosmic uh, mothership for the for the extra yeah. damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best feeling. He was like, no. Yeah. The best feeling is doing that, doing your limit break, and then healing on the drive check, and then shuffling oh, yeah, the thing crazy. back in deck. Good feeling. Yeah. That is nasty. Uh, I had it, somebody do that double heal and then shuffle one back, and I was just like, "What just happened?" Yeah, well, I, I was uh, when I was playing against you earlier. To, I was playing against Matt earlier today with the Zeal build, and it felt weird just regular guarding with heals, just because like the whole G guard thing is now so <laughs> ingrained into you. You're like, ah, this is weird. So anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on from that, um, let's see. What was my first clan? It was Grand Blue. Was my first clan. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Which was basically just graveyard paladins, I guess you could call it. Call a field, leave it there. Attack, done. You know, <laughs> three cards. Man. I just realized a lot of these clans in their early days are ex paladin. So like, Pale Moon is Soul Paladin, you know, like Grain Blue's Graveyard Paladin. There's no like dynamics to it really. You just kind of yeah, you know. There's so much more going on now. It's like kind of a lot to take in. And I think it's a hard to learn for a lot of new people. I mean, it makes the clans look cooler, so I guess there is some uh, people who are probably more into it now that the clans have like more going on. Yeah. But if I kind of looked at this game now when I didn't play already, I probably would kind of be probably not play it. I think if I was did like I, I I tried to teach my girlfriend to play, she wasn't really a fan. But part of me now that we have this legacy thing, I want to like teach her how to do it, like with the old yeah. stuff, and I mean, then just kind of graduate up to. Strides. Oh, I will say mistakes are so much more punishing in that format. Yeah, that's true. It's and it's so funny because you can just like there, there's so much more cool stuff you can do that just like can't happen now. Like it's so e- easy to drag out the game back yeah. then than it is now. Counterblast two why, plus five k. <laughs> you know. Which I mean, that's just why like dragons were so much better. Is because like these Akos weren't super fantastic like they are now like especially with guard restrict like nice hand you can only guard with like you know like a fourth of it yeah um let's see but that's enough reminiscing yeah yeah so um (laughs) so how did you what so what clans ended up drawing your attention and kind of like pulling you in exactly Uh, um well okay so uh in Yu-Gi-Oh, i really like the idea of calling from the graveyard Mm-hmm. And that, that's where the whole Grand Blue thing came in. But also part of it was the aesthetic. Like, I picked up uh, Pale Moon fairly early, and I was like, oh, cool, this is like a demonic circus, bitchin'. And then uh, Great Nature, which is like my clan that's associated with me, which came out in BTO7, I came across uh, by accident. Because I was trying to get Pale Moon stuff, and I had just a binder full of Leopolds and uh, Binoculus Tigers. And I was like, no one is touching this. And I wondered mm-hmm. why, because they're like, oh, you have to 
pump up your units, but they die at the end of the turn. I'm like, I feel like there's more to that. Then in BTO8, we got Compass Lion, Coiling Duckbill, and the Parrot, which allowed you to recoup some of your losses in the case of the uh, Duckbill and Parrot and be a you know big fat body in the case of the Compass Lion. So I took that to uh, a team regional, and I myself went undefeated with it because a lot of it was like, what the fuck is this? And then they're at six damage. And then uh, my, my teammates, however, didn't do as well, and we, we got knocked out, I think, about six rounds in, but it still felt pretty good to, like, take something that no one else had touched before and, mm-hmm. and just win with it. And then that was the deck that uh, I kept with me and rebuilding. And then, and then after I took my break, I uh, gave it to my friends. And I said, whatever you do, don't get rid of this. And then when I came back, they just gave me all the new stuff, which, I got, which I'm very happy about. What about you? What draw you, draw you to certain clans? Um, so I play a lot of... I like playing a lot of like slow decks in Magic the Gathering, which is the game that I played uh, before Vanguard. And yeah. uh, I like just I like sitting around and just doing nothing. That's really just what I want to be doing in most card games. Yeah, It's just kind of like, yep, yeah, I'm just going to sit here, you know, set up a defense and eventually just do something like over the top and huge, right? Yeah. Um, so I kind of was drawn to Bermuda in that effect. Uh, that's kind of a reason why I was drawn to PBO. Like, these decks just allow me to just sit around and do nothing. <laughs> and it was great. And then uh, I decided that I kind of wanted to do the exact polar opposite of that. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to build Spike Brothers and just hit the ground as fast as possible. Yeah, talk about hit the ground running, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess looking back on it, I should have just built Dote. <laughs> but Dote was expensive. I, yeah, Dote was really expensive. That, that was one of the reasons why I didn't do it. But Bermuda had cute girls. So, you know, dragons, cute yeah. girls, dragons. Yeah, cute. You know, you're yeah. just kind of like, which one should I pick? I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, I chose the, uh, chose the side of evil, question mark. <laughs> what, Dimension Police? or No, no, no. Uh, Dimension Police came a bit later. Okay. Um. So I started liking Dimension Police a lot when, I guess, set 8 came out. Yeah. And Great Dayusha was in that set. Oh, yeah. And I saw the art of this card, and I was like, holy shit, this card is sweet as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It actually was even before set 8 came out in the U.S. It was when set 8 came out in Japan. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, an acquaintance of mine from Japan was at... In LA called Kira Kira Cards, which is now gone. Uh, yeah. And he, he he had his uh, Dimension Police deck from Set Eight with yeah. Great Dayusha, and I was like, oh my god, that card's so fucking sweet. I need it. <laughs> and so you know what's funny is yeah. I, I thought the thing I thought that about Zeal. Zeal was the only Dimension Police deck that I thought was interesting. Something about the giant robots just doesn't do it for me. But also the idea of it just gaining a crit for no reason was super sweet to me. Oh yeah. I think it's just here's a crit, take it. So because like that was so rare back then. Yeah, my question is if you like doing nothing so much, then how come we didn't really like attach to Link Joker? Because that's the whole point is you made your opponent do nothing. Link Joker didn't exist yet. No, I mean like when it came about, when it came around. Oh, oh, um, later. I saw the hype in Japan and didn't want to get on the train that everyone else was getting on. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was like, man, the train, like, I don't, like, I have to fight with literally everyone else when Chaos Breaker came out. That's right. And it was just more convenient to split boxes if I didn't go after Link Joker. Makes sense. Do it for money reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not not even the money, per se. It was just the, I didn't want 
to art to fight about what cards we were going to open. Like in BT twelve, all I wanted was the Eradicator stuff. Yeah. And BT thirteen, all I wanted was Great Nature and Dimension Police. And then I ended up yeah. taking Nuatama. Oh, because so, my my pulls were shit. Uh, side note: Side note about Great Nature. That was the funnest time with with uh, with Leopold Reverse because you go, all right, rest uh, Tank Mouse, dope something, lock Tank Mouse, dope two things, and then like you're, yeah, you're the dick- what? Yeah, that deck was sweet. Yeah. That's one of the like I don't <laughs> I, I, people people know I really hate stand triggers. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I I do play stand triggers when the deck calls for it. That's true. Like. I'm playing stand triggers and zeal in this kind of legacy format, which yeah. is pretty fun with Miracle Beauty. I, I I don't know if it's correct, but it's fun as shit. Yeah, and then, then and I played stands for Leopold Reverse because you would lock your entire back row. Your front row would be 21ks or 23ks or whatever. Like you'd look, you'd have a binoculars tiger on the front yeah. on the upper left, a 21k himself, and you have a compass line on the right or a grade three, whatever. It'd be yeah. 23k attack with uh, binoculars tiger, give 4k to the other grade three. It's 27 now. Yeah. And you attack with your 11k Vanguard. <laughs> that, that was always really funny because you go like 21, 11, 29, like just <laughs> stand trigger 20, <laughs> 26, 31. Oh yeah, it was yeah. so great. Your Vanguard was just like the most irrelevant thing. Yeah, it was funny. But like, I, I, I just, I really like that Great Nature deck. Me I too. was just really upset that we couldn't get Taping Cat prior to the support. Yeah, Taping Cat was like so good for that because you didn't give a fuck about soul and then yeah and you'd play like if if i would have had taping cat i would have played a couple of castanet donkeys for the extra soul which would have given me the second taping cat activation which you can get from calling it back with leopold reverse yeah but uh it wasn't kind of it, it wasn't really that relevant but uh yeah i i can i kind of always thought tachikazu was cool but it always sucked yeah and so I was like, man, I want to play that plan. It looks really cool. It has, like, dinosaurs with guns. <laughs> and then, like, I was like... But uh, you look at the Tachikaze cards, especially yeah. around Sedate, and you're like, all these cards are garbage. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, like the, the clan, no matter how cool the clan is, like, you would never, ever want to put these cards in a deck. Much yeah. less make a deck just out of them. Yeah. They didn't really get any... Like, Ancient Dragon was decent at the time. Because, like, the archetype allow, allowed you to, like... You like, know. the Breakride Dark Rex was funny. Yeah. But, like... It wasn't good. Yeah. And like the Ancient Dragon cards were just marginally better. Yeah. It wasn't until Legion era that the Ancient yeah. Dragon cards finally kind of got, you know, a, a vision. Yeah. But And then uh G era they got really good and they're about to get even gooder. Yes, I know that's not a word, but fuck it. Gooder. Uh well man, Gaia yeah. Gaia is great. I am no. I love Gaia. Holy crap. It is so fun. Justin, if you're listening but, to this podcast not uh, Tyler, not Tan. If if Justin's listening to this, thank you, because he's the one who sold me. Yeah, this is, what? This is just the best. This is this is the best purchase. Yeah, I I sold it to Matt, and then he, and now he's just like he's ran with it further than I can. Yep, and yeah. I have all the I have all the uh, Tachikaze stuff that matters now at this point. So mm-hmm. now I can just wait for support. Yep. But um, um, we'll yeah, see. so. Now and so now that Tachi is like playable and has like a good vision behind it, like the fact that you know you're retiring, recalling for extra attacks. Uh, the I think the clan is just in a much better spot than it was before. Yeah. Like there were so many old cards. I think Raptor Colonel is a good example where you were just like, why does this cost a counterblast? Because well, like you have to retire two rear guards already. Yeah. And then like they just throw a counterblast on it, 
and you still have to counterblast to like get value out of those rear guards because that's the way Hitachi cards were structured back then. Or uh, the Brachio series, the three, two, oh, one, God, when yeah. you killed it, and they were always such terrible numbers. I was like, stupid. Like, yeah, they were like grade three nine k. Yeah. Oh yes. The, be- the the worst part was Great Nature had a series like that, the musical trio where it was vocal chicken, r- like keyboard cat or something, and then a recorder dog, and then when you killed it, it would go da- it would go up. One to two to three <laughs> to back to one, but they were ten k, nine k, and seven k. The Brachio series was like nine, That's seven, not even that five. Bad. <laughs> like why? And especially because those those things were in a clan that was focused on giving things in in like in four k. Mm-hmm. Like that's not terrible. Or, or versus the Brachio series was like so so bad. Yeah. Um, so, so you said you mentioned you took a break. Uh, oh, right. I guess toward the end of Limit Break era? Yeah, so around BT-15, um, it might have been because I was sick of my Leopold reverse thing getting fucked over by Link Joker, so they go, hey, lock your stuff. Or it might have been because I was like near the end of graduating high school, and my girlfriend at the time was uh, you know, making fun of me for playing Vanguard. The, the final nail in the coffin was when they announced this new mechanic called Legion. And they're like, yeah, you have two things on the Vanguard circle at the same time. I was like, nope, I'm done. So I, uh, I decided to leave. Um, I gave mm. my stuff to my friends. Well, actually, I had it for a while. And then um, when our friend Richard, who you heard on the uh, you, How to Run a YouTube Channel in the Gold Paladin episode, he came to visit uh, UC Riverside to like check out the campus. And while he was there, I was like, do you want to just take my stuff with you? You can split it up among everybody. He's like, yeah, sure. So that that went away for a while. Um, I came back around GBT03 because I was, they're like, come hang out with us. And I was like, I don't really have anything to do here because guys are just playing Vanguard. They go, here's your deck back. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> I guess I'm back now. And then, you know, that, you know GBT03 and then, you know, it was the, the, here we are to GBT10. So there you go. Nice. W- what about you? Did you take a break? I took a break, uh, I guess, toward the end of Legion era. Yeah. After, I don't know, I was just really tired of seeing Shadow Paladins. <laughs> and then I came back, and I'm still tired of seeing Shadow Paladins, except uh, Cosmic, except there was the, oh, I guess it was when the Gear Chronicle TD came out that gave the, uh, that promo Legion. Oh, that was in there? No, 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 no. It was, it was given out with the Gear Chronicle TD and the Neo Nectar TD. Oh. Like, Wait. the original ChronoJet TD. So, oh, GBT01. Wow. So, I came back for that, and I was like, oh, I need this. And so, I start just picking up a bunch of cards, and I'm like, cool, I can use this with Dykeiser Break Ride and have, like, double guard breaks. And that's, like, all I was doing. I mean... And I had updated... And I had, like, Legion Spikes, so I kind of got whatever the uh, strides were for that. So, I think it was with Flash Bruce and... Uh, Geronimo. You can get your... You can get your little pause on. Yeah, no, you didn't play Geronimo because he didn't do anything. Well, I mean, because, like, that was the other stride you had, right? Yeah, yeah, you would yeah. just play Vanillas over it. Yeah. <laughs> Harmonics Messiah. <laughs> Blazing. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I, I... And then Cosmic Roar... Once Cosmic Roar hit, I kind of all in about like, half a case of Cosmic Roar or something. Which, I don't know. People Like, I was at the sneak peek, and people were like... And I was like, man, this Dire is really good. And everyone's like, really? I think I think just think X Tiger's the best card in the set. And I'm like, I don't know. Dyer seems pretty sweet. It's like a Paladin card. 
And uh, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where we're at right now. I don't know what ended up happening, but I like Die Earth a lot. I mean, Die Earth is now really good with Gohawk. That you're that's true. Which is now, true. I don't know if anyone's played uh, uh, Dimension Police, but I have like one SP Die Earth. And then, so when I go to tournaments, I have to write down the SP and the normals on a separate line because uh, that's yeah. how tournaments work. Well, there's that, and, and you have to write out the full name. So it's and the name is like <laughs> 99th generation dimensional Robo Commander Great Die Earth, and I'm just like, why is this name just so ridiculous? And you're like, my handwriting can never get this small to accommodate accommodate this much space. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, but Cosmic War was pretty fun, and I had a lot of fun brewing that set. And I I remember talking with a uh, with some a bunch of people about like what to build, and I did not find the correct deck because it came out the day that we had a, a, a threes tournament in California, yeah. like the day before. So uh, I had one night to find a deck, and I did not find the correct deck. I was playing the I was playing the Legion, and I had like three of the Stand Trigger and Cosmic Roar on the deck, oh, and I was like, it ended up being that I was just like, wait. Why am I not just playing Dykeiser like in all like the cool and eventually eventually everyone came to kind of the same conclusion where it was like, wait, we can just break right the Sinbuster. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't help that there was like no information from Japan because Laurel was restricted to one. Oh yeah. So it was pretty much like, alright, it's only brewing, here we go. But I, I do think that the deck that ended up coming out of that was like pretty broken. Well, uh, G Darts kinda ruined it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying up up until two guards. Yeah, uh, d- 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 fucking, I can, I can, uh, I can attest to that. The 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 amount of times I got curb stomped where you're like, all right, no dream ones, your higher guard break. You're like, <sighs> I mean, all right, throw like, throw you, down you. half my hand, intercept with both, one to pass, guard break. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, so that that was that was a good time, and I and I'm and I'm really glad I played. I ended up, you know, like everyone kind of like landed on that, and that was kind of like. The best deck. I still to this day don't don't know why people play Battleborgs over it. Maybe somebody can tell me one day. But I assume it was consistency or something. But I think like, they stopped the, doing that lately. The kill, but it was at Worlds. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and then like, but the kill turn for like the break ride uh, Sinbuster deck was just so strong. Yeah, that's where I got the term bonk turn from. Really? Because because you you were talking about I'm like that is a big ass sword, and you're like yeah he's gonna bonk you over the head with it I'm like. Uh, I, I, that that could have happened. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something yeah. I would say. Yeah, so that that's where the term "bonk turn" comes from. Is from you. Thanks. Um, uh, let's see. So, are there any clans that like, like, and you're not playing currently that interest you at the current moment? Like oh, that God. you think are going in a good direction, or like, uh, just you know, have things going for them. You, know, you have a lot of deck. Right now. All right. Let's see. I I have at the current moment. I have. Finrear Genesis, Harry, um, Great Nature, like, and uh, Aquaforce, both Blue Wave and Thavis, and uh, Luard. Um, can I count things that I'm that I currently have, or do you mean that I don't have? I mean, I was I was saying like, what things do you not have oh, that yeah. interests you? I, I mean, know you're getting them on for yeah. some reason. Oh, just because our, our friend Root Beer wanted to get rid of it. Um, Amon's great though. Yeah. I, I, like I, I I am kind of interested in Dark Irregulars. I've I've played them a couple times, but I haven't really like devoted any attention to them. Um, I am interested now with all the new Tachi stuff. I'm I'm, I'm like gonna I'm looking at you like 
your stuff looks really interesting. I want to try that. That's expensive. Yeah, I know. Which is probably why I'm just going to be like, can I use that for a, for a second? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I don't really... Because i played basically every clan. The only clan that I haven't built at one time or another has been Nubatama for some reason. Um, probably because yeah. no one has the stuff. You'd have to get it all online. It's also well, like ridiculously expensive, expensive. Like every time. Because of Shiranui. Yeah. Like Shiranui is like $5 or something. Yeah, so I'm probably not going to do that. Um, I don't know. Victor's looking pretty interesting. Uh, I, I know Rootbeer has that too, so I can just mooch off him. See, that's the good thing about our friend group is we have such a diverse set of people. That way you can just be like, can I borrow that? And then you just try stuff. <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't know. I have a... I'm, I'm kind of interested in kind of these uh, long, drawn-out decks. Like, to be honest with you, if Gears didn't have, like, shuffle 20 times, 20 times a turn, that deck feels like something I would play. But again, the shuffling makes me not want to play it. Oh, Neonectar has the same problem. Like, I think Neonectar is, like, really interesting and cool, but the shuffling makes me not want to play it. Yeah, I... <laughs> Like, I just hate shuffling, like, 20 times a turn. Yeah, Gabe made this Maiden of build where you get card advantage so often that you just kind of form this impenetrable wall of stuff, and then you're... It's like the first stall deck. Like, that's the point of the deck, is to deck your opponent out. Because you're just re-legioning over and over. And That's so funny. I know. Like, he's the, there's the deck profile for it on Nexus Core, and he doesn't tell you directly, but that's pretty much what he tries to do. Because there's a stride fodder... For, for Maiden of, that when you stride, if you have, an, I think, Maiden of Vanguard, it counts as a grade two. And then when you do it, it calls itself back and you draw a card. So he drops two. And then they call themselves back, he draws two cards. And That's so makes funny. It feel, it's so crazy. But, like, I forgot where I was going with that. But the point is, it's infuriating, and you would like it. <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I really like these kind of, like, combo-y clans that, uh, you know, they, they they can have like these really cool turns, but again, the shuffling just really really hurts a lot a lot of my want to play. Like even when Magic the Gathering has uh, these things called fetch lands and standard, and what fetch lands are is they're lands that you can like tap, pay life, sack them to search for like one of two basic land types. Yeah, but it ends up being where everyone just plays like eight or ten of these, and so every turn it's just oh, I'm gonna fetch. End of your turn, I'm gonna fetch. All right, I'm gonna fetch. And there's just so much more shuffling. It's just so obnoxious. And so I really hate it when that when that stuff occurs. Mm. I think I, I mean I think they're really good for like how mana works, but mana I hate playing with them in real life. Yeah, I think in general I don't mind them playing them online, but in real life it was. Oh, okay. I I think I like decks that involve either superior calling. So I I always had I noticed I always tend to have some kind of paladin clan of the three at some point mm. or another. Like I just sold off my brave deck, but now I have, now I have Luard, which is like you're calling stuff in deck every turn. I like that. I. I'm usually not very good with aggression, so I like to play some kind of deck that forces me to be aggressive to, like, you know, deal with the, that kind of play style. And then I also like having a big hand. So the decks I have tend to reflect that. Or I have Shadow for calling stuff, I have Aqua Force for aggression, then I have Great Nature because I can have, like, a 16-card hand. Be fanning myself with it like some kind of asshole, which is, like, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so, I don't know. I and like then, making the little book. Oh, or you, or you like put them in half and like open it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fair, <laughs> fairly important fairy tales, G guard. Ugh. 
Yeah, I guess the re- I guess so. DP is kind of a weird fit, just because I'm like, man, these cards all look cool. I want to play them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like the card Commando Laurel because when I started playing, that card was like a big joke. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> now it's super expensive and stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What what's like what's a clan that you're pretty sure you'll never play, or if you or just basically what's your least favorite clan to play? Um. Mega Colony. I will never, ever play Mega Colony. Why is that? So, I don't even like the clan's mechanic. Like, I, I, would, just rather, I would just rather play Link Joker. Yeah. Like, if I want to stop my opponent from doing stuff. And secondly, like, that clan has no way to, like, win games. Like, That's true. How does, how does the game even end? Like, I, I, don't, I, I can't even see that from... Like, every time I see Machinings win, it's because they just rush them. Yeah. And, like, the fucking Legion Mate guy hits a bunch of times and restands some stuff. And, uh, yeah... And then I was just like, yeah. I, I was, just, I was, just, I just don't care to play this clan ever. Like, I think I like the look of the clan. I mean, the, I think the keyword fits well with what people want the clan to be. Yeah. But I also think like they're just annoying and they don't do anything. Yeah, it seems like they're. <laughs> it seems like the the tech booster Magic Colony was like sixty percent of the way there. They just didn't finish the job. You're like, yeah. Now, now we're gonna have to wait a while. I wish the clan had some punish for the opponent just not doing anything or something. I don't. I don't, I don't even know. Like, well, I, I, like, I'm not even sure what the clan needs. They just have a bunch yeah. of obnoxious cards, but I'm not sure how they actually just end a game. I think what they needed was like dark, dark faces GV2. I thought there was going to be like before they revealed what the keyword was with dark device. I wanted something like ensnare, where you pick a rear guard circle, and the next time they call something over, it is call something there. It's rested. So you, like, trip them mm-hmm. as they come under the... Like, Dark Faces GB2 is really cool, but, like, it's kind of hard to, you know, fuel. And it definitely shuts down some clans, too. Like, yeah. Spikes just randomly get shut down by Dark Face GB2. Yeah. And, like, Gears. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if that's still true, but it definitely was when it was just a Miracle Ace deck. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, like, <laughs> why? Yeah. I mean... But, it, again, like, the advantage that they're supposed to gain is through the opponent just not being able to do anything. But... And I guess they draw a lot more cards now, probably more than OTT. Yeah, but poor OTT. <laughs> um, I, for me, it's. Yeah. I'm sorry. For me, it's Dimension Place. I don't really care about giant robots. I don't really like the whole like, oh, I'm just feeding the Vanguard. My regards don't really do anything. It it just doesn't do much for me. That's what Amon does, though. Kinda, but I mean, like that—that that is the eyes in general. But the, literally, the only reason I'm buying the deck is just like, do you would you want this? I'm like, fuck it, sure. Um, <laughs> like, but still, in any case, like, just the the giant robot aesthetic doesn't really do it for me. I don't know why. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, the the aesthetic is fairly important to me because like I like sure. Lu- I like Luard because he's like a badass wizard and he looks like he's been fapping too much, so that's why he has like the weird hand. And then, like, you have, like, you know, Super Navy for Aqua Forest. Great nature is, like, animals with objects. I don't care. Like, they're awesome looking. I just did giant robots. Don't care. Um, let's see. Other questions. Um, why Why are you still here? <laughs> why am I still playing this game? Yeah. I've, I, because uh, a bunch of friends play this game. Yeah. To be honest with you, if I didn't have people around me constantly playing Vanguard or talking about Vanguard or, you know, making me care about vanguard i just would stop playing like there's 
the people you come in contact with, the people you play with, the people who make playing, you know, whatever card game we're talking about worth it are ultimately going to be more important to you than the game itself. That's true. I mean, like, that's half, half the, like, that's what I'm going to miss most about when I graduate here is, like, going home and there's, you guys aren't around anymore. Yep. And, uh, I don't know. And I'm pretty sure, like, half the reason you do it, you still stay there is because I'm constantly pestering you about stuff. And this too, Fine. like, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I didn't want to pest people, uh, which just stopped showing up. Yeah. I mean, that, that's also, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not a big deal. It's just like, yeah. but that but that's what I think ultimately is what is is what's going to keep me playing. It's just people around me playing. Yeah. Well, there's that, and then whenever I go home, and the friends I have there are constantly bitching about stuff or like just sarcastically saying like, "Oh, double crit." I'd rather be playing buddy fight. I'm like, look, I'm I enjoy this game for even with all its faults because of my friends, and they they really really bum me out. And like I I don't know it's I fuck this is making me sad. <laughs> uh, I'm not even. I'm not, I mean, it's, it's always important to keep uh, to keep uh, you know some kind of reasoning of why you're doing what you're doing. Like, uh, still, I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> um, do you uh, do you think we'll still do this after after I graduate? After we? I don't know. After we? Leave? Honestly, don't know. Hmm. Like we could, we could. We're doing. We do this through Skype most of the time. Sometimes we sit in the same room, but not always. Yeah, we just fi- we just figure it out, you know. Just, yeah. We we. I mean, we can keep moving forward. We can try to you know cultivate another group. You know that kind of help us. How do I, like you know, keeps us playing, keeps us caring, keeps us yeah. keeps, you know, forward. Yeah. But yeah, what we will. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I guess so. It's just you know, you got to do what you got to do in life. It's card game. Yeah, card games are weird. There's a whole other life part that you need to deal with. I know. I actually wanted to do an episode, just uh, like a guide of how to explain this to other people, or or just have somebody who doesn't play on the podcast and be like, "So what? What do you think we do?" And then like, I don't know, something. That'd be kind of a fun episode, wouldn't it? You have my mom on here. <laughs> oh, God, you have my mom <laughs> on here. Okay, that just made a bad taste in my mouth. But... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> um, let's see. Do you, do you have one, any... What? One thing that... One thing that... Uh, I guess, like, what keeps you playing this game? Like, why do you... Is it this most this reason, or... It, it's the friends mostly, and the also the competition. Like th- this, it it's a it's a hobby, and it's not only just through the card game. It's through the Nexus Core YouTube channel. It's through this thing, and half the reason that I started doing this it, fun little uh, Nexus at Night history for you listeners out there is uh, the uh, the other people on the on the channel uh, tr- tried to do this, and they all just it kind of fell in on itself. And I'm like, I'm gonna give this a try, so I gave it a shot. And then I and I was getting annoyed with Richard being the control freak that he is, and he knows this. Uh, so this is like the thing where I get to do what I want. Um, and, sure. and then I I had Matt on so often that he the people were like you should get a co-host. I'm like, yeah, I probably should. And we have <laughs> we 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 have an easy time talking anyway, so it's not like it's a problem. Um, 
Plus, like, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable saying stupid, stupid stuff in front of you. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. And plus, like, I think the best episode we ever did was that Stand Trigger episode. Um, even... Stand triggers are terrible. I just want to just want to. <laughs> Hashtag Stand Triggers are te- terrible. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I. With that being said, I think uh, I've been brewing uh, the new Gallop from uh, Trinity Dragon, Bravest Rush Grand Gallop. Yeah, you know, just brewing some stuff. And uh, I think my checklist right now has eight stands in it or something. Wow. And I actually think that's correct. Like, it's not, it's not even like... Okay. Uh, at, least you, at least you can admit fault. That's not to say... Stand triggers are still the worst one. Don't get it yeah, wrong. Yeah, stand triggers are 100% the worst one. And if you, I've, I, I've discussed this in length. You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, or you can find me on Reddit at the same, same place. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, you, you, can, you can pester me about it. But, man... Yeah. When you drive check that stand in a place, like if you're already hitting, the stand trigger is just like worse than a crit. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know what the worst feeling is? And this, this is like when your mom gives you a piece of advice and you're like, fuck you, mom, you're stupid. And then it turns out that she was right. And then they're like, I told you so echoes through your head. That's what it, what it feels like when I get a stand trigger on like Vanguard first attack because it's early game. I just like I just imagine Matt wherever you like you, you know I'm in LA and then you just wake up and go nice stand trigger and fall back to sleep or something <laughs> like <laughs> just it it plays through my head it's crazy because he's right <laughs> yeah I uh I was, when I was playing with Zeal earlier today I ended up like you know riding great to Zeal with the ride chain feels yeah. really good you know making my opponents a five k vanguard like you know seven to your five yeah uh, ten to your five stand trigger twelve to your and I was like, "Yeah, stand triggers doing work." <laughs> yeah, you Still, know, like you know, like playing around my own stand triggers just feels yeah. pretty weird. Yeah, well, I mean, that, again, like you said, it's not, it's not that it's not correct to play them. It's just it's the worst trigger. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I, again, I'm willing to concede that I need to play stands and decks that where stands are good, it but is... I will not go out of my way to play stands just because they have quote good effects. Because a lot of times, playing these stands with super good effects are like removing triggers from your deck. That's true. It depends on what the effect is. Like with Devil Watch, where you kind of have to to get the sure, yeah. Flip, I mean, yeah. but yeah, that's, Devil, Watch, Devil Watch carries a lot of weight. But that's still fourteen triggers as opposed to sixteen, to an extent. And in Spike Brothers, you just want to check charge units more often. You want to check trigger triggers. At least again, yeah. that's how it was during Miracle Place. I played a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but um, one uh one thing that's kind of weird about Vanguard is uh like there is like this huge, huge luck element to Vanguard that kind of, like you said, your friends were complaining about. Yeah. And I, I, you know, you do feel that a lot. And there's, like, a lot of things, you know, like, I have, you know, insert percent chance to do whatever. And yeah. then that you just, you know, just doesn't happen because, you know, that's how, that's how probability works. <laughs> yeah, but you get especially luck screwed in general. And yeah, it, it happened. Like, it brings us I, great it, joy. It, it, it hurts a lot at the time, yeah. but, like, yeah. <laughs> afterward, I'm just like, you know, it's just, it just, it just happens. Like the, the worst. But it, when it keeps happening, like it just keeps piling up, and it's probably not as bad as it's like I think it is. Yeah. Because it never like stuff like that never is. Yeah. But man, it just feels like it can feel pretty terrible when it happens, especially when it's like a close game, and then you're just like, well, yeah. I think this is the time where I'm going to drive check. You know, like yeah. nothing, 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 or you know, like I mean, or in five drive checks, they're like nothing, 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 yeah. nothing, nothing. Yeah. You're like okay. I mean, but. I, I gotta say, like, you tend to make a bigger spectacle of losing for dumb reasons than, say, like, I would. 
But that's because I'm I'm like so obsessed with like I know th- I know this is going to sound like edgy or whatever, but I don't like being alone too much. There's a, sure. like I like doing stand-up comedy because it's people and I like hanging out with you guys because it's people. And like e- even if like I keep getting luck screwed, I'm just going to be like I can just try it again next time, put it over here, don't let the darkness creep in. And then, but like you, you make this big spectacle of getting luck screwed. But the worst, the worst part is I can't not laugh at you. <laughs> and, you and you've, you've called me out for this too. It's like, like I have double crit you or whatever. And you go, of course. And I'm like trying not to like, you know, dampen my facial muscles. And you're like, shut up. I'm like, I can't not laugh, you know? <laughs> like, and like we've named scientific, we've, we've named scientific laws after you, like, the the law that the less copies of a car you run, the more likely you are to see it, and vice versa. We call it Barber's Law because it's Matt's last name. Okay, we gave out your full name on podcast. Ray, someone, someone's going to come to your house and kill you. But like the, <laughs> I think I just, some people in, on on the Reddit already know. Yeah, I mean, by the way, it's Wiggums with a Z. That's a. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry about that nickname; it's not important. Yeah, I still want to uh, know what it is. You won't tell me, but. What? Uh, I mean, yeah, okay, so I, I guess I'll whatever. just spill the beans. Okay, fine. All right, right here, right now. All right. So back when I was in middle school, I started playing Magic the Gathering, and I was kind of like this, you know, like, I, I kind of looked like Ralph Wiggum. I had, like, kind of a similar haircut and whatnot. Okay. And uh, some guy at the card shop just called, called me Wiggums. Oh, okay. And it kind of stuck. And you know how nicknames work where, like, yeah, they it, stick, and then you can never, ever, ever get rid of them, of them because yeah. they're, like, they're nicknames? Yeah. And if so it just kind of stuck. If it makes you feel any better, when I was in middle school, there was this guy with the last name Shire, and he was really short, and our PE teacher called him Frodo, because Frodo's from the Shire, and it <laughs> stuck. And I was like, Mr. Daryl, no! Like, <laughs> that is so amazing. You could see the hurt on the kid's face. It was, it was great. Like, although I gotta say, I think root be- or is it nicknames in general, wow, Freudian slip, nicknames in general aren't really much of a thing anymore. The only reason that, like, our friend Rootbeer is nicknamed Rootbeer is because his there are two Alvins, and we were sick of saying Alvin and two heads turn. So we just do, like, like because his last name is starts with a W, A and W, root beer. Yep. But, like, I don't know. I, I just like the idea of nicknames. Like, we, like back home in L.A., we have a, a Jesse, a, two Jessies, and one starts with P, and one starts with G for the last names. Which, you you just go Jesse P or Jesse G, but it sounds similar to him. Like, one of them should get a nickname. But... I haven't really been able to start anything. Root beer stuck. Here. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely conscious about whether the not the nickname was uh not like you know they they weren't like upset at the nickname like you, yeah. I, I'm conscious of that. And Root beer said he was like pretty cool with it, so I was yeah. I was like okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to I don't want to give somebody a nickname if they're going to hate it every time we say it. Yeah, well, d- d- I'm guessing you hated your nickname. Uh no, I mean yes and no. I hated it to begin with, and then I was yeah. kind of like, well, I guess this doesn't matter. Like, yeah, after I was like, like, this is fine. Hashtag I am Wiggums or whatever. I mean, uh, it, yeah. I mean, people... I'll be chill with everyone back there, so it's like not a big deal. None, none of them play Vanguard, so none. If it makes you feel any better, back in, uh, in middle school, people called me assless. As in, I have right. no ass. Cause I, sure. Yeah. Then I got fat, and then that name, name went away. Nice. That's one yeah. way to do it. Yeah, that, that that was like the like puberty hit me wrong. And then, like, instead of growing, I grew like up, but also got fat at the same time, and then just kind of kept growing without the fat going away. Yep. <laughs> um, oh well, 
Let's see. Nicknames are fun. Assholes no cock for life. Where would you, so to kind of continue along this interview thing, yeah. where would you like to see, like, so for great nature, exactly. Like, yeah. Where, where would you like to see the clan go as to where, like, it has been and, like, where, where do you want it to go from here? Well, okay, so great nature since, like, the G era started topping here and there because of Crayon Tiger being such the good card it is. The only problem is that great nature has no search power, really. The, the one exception so far has been my, uh, Mikasa, Mike Saburo. I just call him Mike the TA. But, like, he allows you to search any grade 3 you want, which gives, gave us massive consistency to our grade 3 lineup. At the same time, we, the only way to run into stuff that we want is to draw it, which, granted, is pretty easy, but obviously that's not going to happen all the time. I want search power, um, which I think is going to be a thing with uh, the Momonga, where when he, if he's successful and he dies... You search for any grade two or less card, put it in your hand. Which mm-hmm. means I can get my crayon tiger. So look out for me, re, uh, you know, regional tournament circuit 2017, traveling Mamanga. That's what I want to see. Um, for the other clans I play, at least for Pale Moon, because that's the only other one I like have kept for the long, longest time, is I want, the, again, more consistency in like putting the stuff in the soul that I want. I think consistency mm. is a big theme here, where because with any of the, a lot of these clans that are you know topping big time are things that allow you to search what you want. Royal and gold, or royal and shadow paladin, gold paladin to a lesser extent, although that's kind of dropped off recently. Gear chronicle, which allows you to time leap into whatever else you want, seems to be a pattern. No, you can even time leap GG to Melum. Am I right? Am I right? Oh God, Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you want to see from Dimension Police and Tachikaze? I mean, so from Tachikaze, I really just want a way to come back when we're behind. The yeah. way the clan is structured now is when you're ahead, the clan feels really great because uh, all your cards work like to full extent. But when you're behind, none of your cards do anything. Like in what sense? Because you need you need things to get rid of to begin with. Oh yeah. And if you have nothing to get rid of to begin with, then you're not you can't gain anything later. Well, there used so, to the, the old Tachikaze stuff was when it's just killed in general. You got mm-hmm. you could do it back, but now it's all about on your turn, which is yeah. Um, and then also uh, there's a big link. That, sorry, what? Go on. I said there's a big link Joker problem too. Sure, hundred um, percent. Because there's not really a way to do stuff uh, otherwise, because you can't kill your stuff if it's you know trapped in a void somewhere. Yeah, so at this point so far, we've seen uh, two cards for Tachikaze, or two uh, important cards from Tachikaze from the new set. We've seen Gaia Desperado, which is the alternate gate grade 3 Gaia, and we've seen uh, Gaia Dynast, which is the stride fusion Gaia. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Gaia Dynast, uh, I, like, I, like, I like that card. I like that it's a good first stride that kind of gives us like stronger retire power than the other first strides did. Yeah, but uh, I, and I do like that direction, and I really like the callback mecha- like for extra attacks mechanics that the clan has taken on since the uh, ancient dragons, and uh, I hope that we just have a way to gain cards when we don't have them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, like some way to end up with more cards or like gain cards when we don't have any kind of thing, mm. like kind of like the brave gr from tri three or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what it needs to be, but I, I want it to fit the clan, of course. But I don't really know what that what, what that would be. Mm-hmm. As far as dimension police is concerned, 
Um, I actually like the clan a lot, like where it is. I think it's like really fun. Um, but uh, this is counting Trinity Dragon stuff. I right? either want some. Uh, I, I see. I don't know how to give that clan anything to do early because it doesn't make sense with how the clan is structured. Yeah. But just keep going over the top. It's really fun when they go over the top, like you know, Dimax, where it's just like, here, have a critical. You have a critical. You have a critical. I'm gonna take another critical. Sure, why not another critical? <laughs> like uh. it's just so funny to me. And uh, yeah, so I really like it when they go over the top because that's why I think it's gonna like make that clan look really appealing. All the cards just seem really absurd. Hmm. Even though they, you know, the clan definitely has some very like glaring weaknesses, which is you hate being rushed. Yeah, <laughs> you, again, you have just nothing to do early, so yeah. you end up just calling like grade twos, just like you know, put them there so people will attack them. Yeah, <laughs> or or like, or attack the opponent's rear guards or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, sometimes you just call a die jet to like take a couple attacks, and you're like, this is fine. I'll turn my five k shield into like fifteen k, and you're good. Yeah, that that's actually uh I, I think I've become known for is I love attacking people's rear guards, and mm-hmm. part of it came from like it's strategic, strategically helpful sometimes. Like back in Limit Break era, if you want to keep your opponent at three, duh, attack their rear guards. They have any? Is that to you today? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like then Gabe started giving me crap about like. How can we keep attacking people's rear guards? So, of course, I have to keep attacking people's rear guards <laughs> because it's hilarious now. So, uh, th- there is some virtue to it. Like, a lot of the times I'll put down, like, even in Aqua Force, I'll put down rear guards and people to attack Vanguard. I'm like, all right, this is just giving me extra counter blast. I don't, I don't know what you're. Like, it's the last attack of the turn, puts me from three to four. Fine with mm-hmm. me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so that's, so that's kind of like the direction I like to see. Uh... Dimension Police to go, and I'm—I I don't know how I feel with the new support Yaki yet. I'll probably think about some of that later and make some more comments at the point. But uh, yeah, I—you uh, you can ask me about what I think now before it kind of solidified. Again, I'm not done testing with the new stuff. I have like a makeshift Gallop build. I have an updated like D Robo build, but nothing substantial at yeah. this current. Like nothing like tested in a big way. Mm-hmm. I mean, d- to be fair, D Robo only got three new cards, so there's not much to do. But it was Dimax and Gohawk. Those were two of them. That's like yeah. The last one's Die Lesson, which it's still pretty, is pretty good. funny. Yeah, yeah, I like that card a lot. I mean, the the good thing is that now you have like that, and then some of the new Great Nature stuff is basically like a fuck you to uh, to to uh, the Seven C stuff. In addition to Night Runner getting limited to one and not being able to use the starting Vanguard. Yeah. So, so, like, so that, that finally happens. If like two, if these two decks start running around the meta in a big way, then like it could probably put that out completely. Like Kagero, an example, Kagero disappeared from the meta for some reason. I'm guessing because it didn't really have a good matchup against Gear Chronicle, which is a big problem. Uh, I, I think the kind of a better way to think about how the meta was structured prior to this banning was that you had these like hyper, hyper aggressive decks like Grade 1 Rush. Yeah. And Gear Chronicle. Yeah. And it's really, really hard to kind of go over Gear Chronicle. Yeah. So you're rewarded for being very aggressive. Yeah. So yeah. All, all the decks that were really good had to be just absurdly, absurdly aggressive. Yeah. Like, so you had the Grade 1 Rush, which, I mean, obviously is, as, you know, cancer yeah. to beat cancer to fight cancer. And then Gear Chronicle, which is just so strong and very aggressive. Like, their first stride, like their first stride turns are, like, so absurd. Yeah. For for a first right turn, yeah, and then like, 
they're they're probably absurd, like compared to like, some oh, clan second strike turns. Yeah, and you have to go under that because it's yeah. so hard to go over it and just start dealing with next stage or next stage. You know, yeah. like it's yeah, and then like why? And then so people just started playing like these high, like these very aggressive grade two games, or that's where yeah. you start getting things like Sanctuary Guard. Um, or or just that have really strong pushback on first stride. Yeah, like I think uh, Night Rose has like a really can have really strong first stride turns with proper yeah. setups stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I the what I was going to get to was that so Kagero disappears, and mm-hmm. Ka- Kagero has was like basically the the predator against uh, things that like Link Joker was a big one because Link Joker hates having its stuff retired and Shadow Paladin does too. Your Shadow Paladin wants to do it itself. It doesn't need your help. And so with Kagero gone, that means this allowed uh, a lot of Link Joker to start benefiting, especially the Freeze Ray Messiah, because that allowed you to deal with Gear Chronicle by sitting on Freeze Ray, and then also Fly Gillette coming into being gave you another Messiah to stride, which means all of your Messiah cards are alive. So you could go... You're sitting on Freeze Ray. It's defensive against the opponent, and then you can go into these like crazy offensive turns without much risk of getting your stuff retired because you didn't care. Mm-hmm. So there, there's definitely a food chain to Vanguard. And and although like this, the end of this format was like a rock, paper, scissors of G-Dex versus Rush Dex versus like, you know, Limit Break, you know, miscellaneous. So the, the like poster child for these were Gears versus uh, Seven Seas versus uh, Synchroid were those three. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the decks that had success prior to that were either kind of emulating Sanctuary Guard or trying to emulate kind of these powerful uh, first strikes. Yeah. Um, I, I even outfitted my great nature to deal with Seven Seas, which was with Compass Line and the Life Insurance Twins. Because then I'm like, all right, I'm sitting on an 11K. Come at me. You know? I'm like, yeah. I, have, I have about like 10 cards in my hand by turn two. Bring it on, bitch. Um, yeah, but... uh. I don't yeah, know. The, the, I, I, would, I, I don't think the ban list affected gears in a large way. It, and there's it, plenty it really of discussion about this. I mean, yeah. you can play with one every day, it doesn't do anything. But uh, I hope that in the future, or you know, soon even, that they will, this will kind of be fixed. I hope so. In any case, but, it's, it's the dawn of a new day. And uh, do, do, you, do you have any other questions for me? Because I ran out of stuff. <laughs> um. What's your favorite card? My favorite card? Oh, God. By aesthetics or just what it does or what? I mean, some all-time, combination of the two. All-time favorite card. Crayon Tiger. That thing's my avatar now. Just because like, it, it is game-finishingly fantastic and it's adorable. What Fair about, enough. What about you? <laughs> Commander Laurel. Of course it does. So is that why you're so happy about Laurel D? Like, yeah, it, yeah. Like, the card's like not even that great, at least for my testing. Yeah. But it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like so when I when I started playing, people saw this card as a joke. Yeah. Like people legitimately were like, "Yeah, there's just like this joke 4K grade one." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't even know how bad this card is." And even at the time, I was like, "I don't even know." Like, like, yeah. how, like how awful is this card? Who knows? And then, I don't know. It's just like this card has been there for me, man. It's just it does everything. It all, you always have an out with Commander Laurel. That's true, especially before Dismal because you can go attack your rear guard. Oh, those are GPGs. <laughs> yeah, you know? like nice GPGs get wrecked. Yeah, 
Resand. Ah, you know. Die Kaiser yep. Leon. Superman 64. Yeah, but 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 I'm gonna have to get a couple SGRs in the new Laurel. It's just, of course, I need you that are. text. No I man, need that text. I'm I'm going after that uh, that uh, Green Nature SP pack. Can I give me that for? Yeah, I actually just don't care about the Dimension Police SP pack, and it makes me really sad. Well, you just wanted the Stride Fighters, right? I hate Carl. Yeah. No, it's because it's all Enigmans. Oh yeah. And X Tiger. Yeah. Well, didn't he? Wasn't there another one in GBT07? But the. What? Oh, Was Gaia. It? Yeah, no, no, no. There was a GBT07 SP pack. Right? Oh yeah, but it has it has the wrong PG. Oh, which it's one the is Gallop it? One. Oh, you wanted uh, the... it's the they do the um the burst PG rather than the unflippy PG. Oh, that's annoying. Who knows what reason? Yeah. Because you know the burst PG was in that set. Yeah, and then and then yeah. ironically with the Luard SP pack, it came with the unflippy PG instead of Ezras, which would what, make more what, sense. But why? I don't know. What? How do they make these decisions? And, like, know. what is the thought process? I will never know. I don't know. But, uh, all right, yeah, well. Command- all right, well, gay statement of the day. It's, an, it's a new day. It's a new format. It's a new, uh, it's a new quarter for me. Actually, I'm taking five classes this quarter, so just a warning. Only? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just a warning. I'm probably going to be, like, late sometimes uploading the podcast. And for that, I'm sorry. I'll try and make my uh, I'll try and make the sponsorships extra witty. But uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt, and have a good night, everyone. I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder that, of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.